This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 13 is going to be from Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. As followers of Christ, we must have the approval of Christ as a direct command, example, or necessary inference from the scriptures for everything that we do in our lives in word or deed. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17 reads, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You see, we need the approval of Christ for everything that we do in our lives. Everything that we do is either a word or a deed. This encompasses everything. And so if we need to have the authority of Jesus for every word and for every deed that we do, that means we need to have his authority for every single thing that we do. To do all in the name of the Lord means to have his authority for everything that we do in our lives. Well, why do we need to have his authority? In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, the Bible reads, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. You see, the Father gave all authority to Jesus. And if he gave all authority to Jesus, what authority is there left for anyone else? God gave Christ all authority in heaven and on earth. And this is the way that it was to be from the very beginning of Jesus' life. In Luke chapter 1, verses 29 through 33, the Bible reads, But when she saw him, She was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. So when the angel was talking to Mary before Jesus' birth, she told Mary that God was going to give the throne of David to Jesus. This means that he was going to be a king. Remember Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, where the Bible reads, All authority has been given unto Jesus in heaven and on earth. Well, this is where it started. He was a king sitting on his father David's throne, and he reigned over the house of Jacob, and his kingdom would be forever. This was because all things had been delivered to Jesus by the Father. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30, the Bible reads, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. 
and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The reason we are to come to Jesus to learn from him is because God the Father had delivered everything to him. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. You see, this means that all authority had been given unto Jesus in heaven and on earth by the Father. And it was from the time that Jesus was born into this world that he was to set on his father David's throne and reign over a kingdom that would last forever. Notice with me 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 24 through 28. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign, talking about Jesus, till he has put all enemies under his feet. So again, we see Jesus as a king. Verse 26, the last enemy that will be destroyed is death. For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he who put all things under him is expected. Now when all things are made subject to him, then the Son himself will also be subject to him who put all things under him, that God may be all in all. You see, all things are under Jesus' feet, and all things are made subject to Jesus. As followers of Christ, we must have the approval of Christ as a direct command, example, or necessary inference from the scriptures for everything that we do in our lives in word or deed. And it's because God has given Jesus all authority in heaven and on earth. He gave him that authority from the time he was born. He was to sit on his father's throne. He was a king. God had delivered all things to Jesus. And he had made everything subject to Christ. And so if everything is subject to Christ, we are subject to Christ today and still need his authority or his approval for everything that we do in our lives. Going on and looking at John chapter 3 and verses 34 and 35, the Bible says, For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure, talking about Jesus. Verse 35, the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. And so Jesus has authority over everything. Everything has been given to him in his hands. And this is why we need his authority for everything we do in our lives. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him, because God the Father has given all things into his hands. And when we decide that we are going to use our authority to do something, instead of having Christ's authority for doing it, then we are not recognizing him as king over our lives, that Jesus has the right to tell us how to live our lives. In Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 39, the Bible reads, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. 
Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you, and to your children, and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord God will call. Notice, in verse 36, it says that God made Jesus, whom they had crucified, both Lord and Christ. He was the Lord, he was the Master, and the Christ. And it was when they heard this, that they were pricked to the heart. When we hear that Jesus is Lord of our lives, or supposed to be Lord of our lives, are we pricked to the heart? Are we scared? Do we ask men and brethren, what shall we do? Because we should be going to Christ to find out what we need to do. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. As followers of Christ, we must have the approval of Christ as a direct command, example, or necessary inference from the scriptures for everything that we do in our lives in word or deed. And that's what these people here in Acts chapter 2 understood. When they found out that they had crucified the Lord and Christ, they were scared and they wanted to know, what does the word say that we need to do, Peter? And Peter told them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus, by the authority of Jesus, recognizing the same verbiage used in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord by his authority. That's what Peter was telling them to be baptized into here by by the authority of Christ. This is what I'm telling you. And so whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In Philippians chapter 2, in verses 9 through 11, the Bible says, Therefore God also has highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So God has given him a name that is highly exalted above every name. And that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Why? Because he has given him all authority in heaven and on earth. He has made him king. He has delivered all things into his hands. And so every knee should bow at the name of Jesus. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is our master. That's why we need to do everything in word or deed. Do all in the name of the Lord. That's why we have to have his authority. That's why we need his authority in, the, in a direct command, an example, or a necessary inference from the scripture for everything that we do. Is because we need the king to tell us how to live our lives. And if the king is not telling us how to live our lives, then we don't know how to be pleasing to God. In 1 Peter chapter 4, in verses 21 and 22, the Bible says, There is also an antitype which now saves us. Baptism, not the removal of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. Angels and authorities and powers have been made subject to him. You see, everything is subject to God. Everything is subject to Jesus. Angels, authorities, and powers have all been made subject to him. 
again, this is why we need his authority for everything that we do in our lives. We need his approval if we're going to do anything in word or deed today. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16 through 18, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. You see, Jesus is the head of the body, the church. He should be our Lord. He should be our master because God has given him all authority in heaven and on earth. He has delivered everything into his hands. He has made the angels and principalities and everything subject to him. And so we need to be looking to Christ for our authority for everything in our lives. If Christ is head of the body, the church, then we need a direct command, an example, or a necessary inference for everything that we do in our lives today. Everything that we do in the church, we need it for everything. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. This is how we get that authority. This is how we get the approval of God. Be diligent. The King James Version here says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. If we're going to have a direct command, an example, or a necessary inference from the scriptures for everything that we do so that we will have the approval of Christ, then we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman who needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Where do we go to get this approval? Where do we go to get a direct command, an example, or a necessary inference from Christ? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. Here is where we get our command, our example, or our necessary inference. Scripture is the only thing that is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. And lastly, the last verse that we're going to look at today is from Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who would trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. As followers of Christ, we must have the approval of Christ as a direct command, example, or necessary inference from the scriptures for everything that we do in our lives in word or deed. And if we don't have this approval in the form of a direct command, an example, or necessary inference from the scriptures, then we are preaching a different gospel than Paul preached to the Galatians. And we are perverting the gospel of Christ and will be accursed 
The Greek word is anachmatha, for all time. And so uh, we need to have Christ's authority for whatever we do. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. If we don't have his authority or his approval, then we will wind up accursing ourselves. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives. Digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.